Good morning and welcome everybody to our podcast service from the Burn and Benefice for this, the 24th of January, uh, which is the third Sunday after Epiphany. Uh, after uh, a short interlude from Henrietta, our service will begin. the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The grace of God has dawned upon the world through our Saviour Jesus Christ, who sacrificed himself for us to purify a people as his home. Let us therefore confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour, in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we say the Gloria together. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, 
We give you thanks. We praise you for your glory. The Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And the Collect, the special prayer for today, the third Sunday of Epiphany. Almighty God, whose Son revealed in signs and miracles the wonder of your saving presence, renew your people with your heavenly grace, and in all our weakness sustain us by your mighty power. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Genesis chapter 14, verses 17 to 20. After his return from the defeat of Kedaleoma and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shave, that is, the king's valley. And King Melchizedek of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham by God Most High, maker of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abraham gave him one-tenth of everything. Thanks be to God. The next reading is from Revelation chapter 19, verses 6 to 10. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty thunder peals, crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. To her it has been granted to be clothed with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your comrades who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Thanks be to God. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Our Gospel is taken from John Chapter 2, beginning at the verse, first verse. On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, that They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. 
His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now, standing there, were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now, draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk, but you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory and his disciples believed in him. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In case there is any doubt about the place of joy in our living, this very first miracle confirms it. Cana is a little way, about nine miles north of Nazareth, and we may assume that Jesus, Mary and some of his disciples knew either the bride or groom, or at the very least their families. I do like a good wedding. Well, they all are, you know. And when you get up on the morning of a wedding, it puts a spring in your step. You feel able to sing as you stroll along. And we can easily picture the Holy Family and some of Jesus' friends setting out, upbeat and cheerful, looking forward to the festivities, the conviviality and the celebration. Today, of course, we find ourselves in a very different time and place especially with reference to weddings, where currently they can only take place in exceptional circumstances, which really means only when one of the parties is grievously ill, and then only six people can attend. This, we may imagine, seriously punctures the singing, skipping, soaring happiness of a normal wedding day. We have been brought down with a bump, just like the wedding guests and the hosts would have been, when the wine gave out. Jesus' reaction to this bears some looking at. When Mary intercedes with him, his first response, which, which does feel a little petulant, is that his time has not yet come. But notice that he does not dismiss the problem itself, simply saying that he is not ready to reveal his identity or powers. Surely, we might think, that in contrast to Christ's mission, this is a trivial issue. A village wedding in a remote landscape is hardly the expected place for a miraculous intervention. We see, though, that Mary knows her prayers will be answered. So she says to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. And the answer to her prayer and to the predicament of the wedding guests is stunning in its abundance and in its quality. This is the Petrus of its time, and it's poured out in hundreds of gallons. Fruit of the earth, fruit of sunshine and rain and fertile soil, but not the work of human hands, but a miracle from the heart of God. What an overwhelming demonstration that we are to enjoy life to the full. 
And this enjoyment is God's gift to us. It's a demonstration too that God understands us. And that when we are brought to earth with a bump, that God does not forget us or desert us, but hears us and is there for us. Although this wedding story jars with us in our present isolation, and perhaps for some of you in the postponement of recent life events, it need not if we can put ourselves in the place of the guests on the edge of the moment of no wine. Can we lift our eyes to the promise of this well-known miracle, to the vision of the abundance, and especially of joy to come? Pushkin wrote these lines. Within each breath of death lives joy, lives secret joy for mortal hearts, a pledge, perhaps immortality, and blessed is he who storm-tossed can see and seize this joy. Amen. We affirm our faith in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, on the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Heavenly Father, we bring your church to you throughout the world, giving thanks that some cathedrals and larger churches are able to play their part in the vaccination rollout. We give you thanks that we can connect to our communities in this and in many other different ways. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for the United States of America, for its place in the world, and for the immediate few weeks and months of repositioning. Let this new administration find its balance keep the support of the nation and become a force for good in our world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father and Lord of all creation, help us to increasingly understand the new variants of the coronavirus and help us to learn how we need to react 
to their peculiar characteristics. We pray especially for those, and including everyone, who works in the NHS. We pray that they may be encouraged and have the stamina to continue to work in these extraordinary times. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we think of those who are ill, the very, very many that are not known to us. Those numbers which appear on our television screens every night. We pray for them, and we pray for those who care for them. And in this parish, we pray particularly for John Crombie, Jill Smith, and Jonathan Oldfield. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of all, we give you thanks for those who we love, but who we no longer see. We thank you for having given them to us. Lord, at this time we pray for the friends and families of those who have recently died, among whom are Cathy Rout, Jean Briars, Malcolm Lever, Kath Tag, and Desmond Swinburne. The Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our Lord Jesus Christ, who came to show us the way, we thank you for those times when your ministry highlighted health, joy and spiritual nourishment. Help us always to see the sparkle of the things around us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. just before the blessing, uh, an advance notice about the Lent course for this year. The Lent course will begin on Thursday the 18th of February and uh, so that it can be interactive it will be on Zoom. Uh, 
beginning on the Thursday the 18th, continuing for all the other Thursdays in Lent at 6.30pm, I will be sending you out a, a proper Zoom invitation um, in due course. Uh, the topic for this Lent course is the book of Jonah. Now, Jonah's a short book. It's listed, by the way, with the Minor Prophets, and of course it's best known for its central character, or maybe I should say characters, since, uh, of course, it's well known for the whale. But there is much to consider in it. And we will have a discussion of various aspects of this book during Lent. Thank you for joining us. And so we come to the blessing. May Christ, the Son of God, perfect in you the image of his glory and gladden your hearts with the good news of his kingdom and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love and remain with you always. Amen.